Welcome to Fast Cars, Fast Girls with Abby Meyer. I'm your host, and this week we have with us Ms. Mandy Curry. So welcome to the show, Mandy. Hi, thank you so much for having me. So excited to finally, you know, talk with you. We always interact on Twitter and social media, so to finally, yeah, to finally do this, yeah, it's nice. I know, we're interacting in real life, and yeah. <laughs> none of I say none of you listeners know this, but we're actually even looking at each other. So it's it's even more than just a phone call. We're not going to post the video because we both took a day off from makeup today. But <laughs> definitely, <laughs> yes. Neither one of us wanted to do that much work today. No. Uh, but yes, it's wonderful to have you on. We do interact on Twitter all the time, and so yeah. Um, and it's always great to to know another female who loves IndyCar. Absolutely. I mean, it's. I mean, we'll just you know. Females in general, just being able to empower each other and have a support system is just, it's so crucial, especially really motorsports, right? Especially, especially motorsports. Yes. I feel like we, at this time in motorsports, I mean, there is still disparity, but I feel like this is kind of like the prime and it's only going to get better for women in motorsports. I feel like the support has been growing and you know, like you said, women helping out other women. Mm-hmm. I feel like I see that and feel that more now than I ever have in motorsports. Absolutely. And I, I do have to say, uh, well, because, you know, I cover both F1 and IndyCar, but I do want to say that IndyCar, I just feel like IndyCar just goes a little bit more above and beyond. And um, definitely, I definitely told Jay Fry that at TMS, I said, I, I have to do an exclusive interview with you, and I have to just tell you, I just love what you guys are doing for uh, female representation, you know, and motorsports. It's just so great. It is. It really is. I love Jay Fry. He's such a great guy. He is. He's amazing. He is. His wife is awesome, too, by the way. I don't know if you've ever met Danielle. No, not she yet. Used to, <laughs> uh, she used to be in charge of uh, USAC, and so, Ooh. yeah, she stepped down from that a year and a half ago, something like that, a year ago. Um but yeah, stepped back from that. But yeah, she's fantastic. Oh. Um, in fact, the first time that uh, Molly and I met Jay Fry, we, you know, went up and introduced ourselves and he, you know, he, he had heard of us and you know, he's like, <laughs> oh, let's put a face to the names. And mm-hmm. then he, you know, turns around to grab his wife and he's like, Danielle, this is and she goes, fast cars, fast girls. I know who uh, they are. Yes. Yes. We were like, high five, Danielle. You're yes. awesome. That's the moment, that moment right there. That's it. That's it. Right? That's, she was like, yeah, you don't know them. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh. Ooh, that's awesome. That's really cool. Very cool. So, all right. So since we um, have already mentioned that you cover F1 as well, let's say, talk a little bit about you. So for the listeners at home, we are going to preview the Long Beach race, but we're also going to learn a little bit about Miss Mandy. So, so how'd you get into motorsports? Oh, people always, you know, people always ask me this. I, um, I grew up going to IndyCar races when I was a little girl with my dad, um, with my father, watching F1 races with my father. I even had a go-kart. If you go on my Twitter, uh, have, if you go on my Twitter, you know, on the cover picture, you can see, it's a IMSA type Porsche. I believe it is the it's the Miller Lite livery, that famous livery. My it my father, yeah, my father fell in love with that car and straight up went and got me the go kart version. Um, 
That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so cool. And so um, I had that. I have three brothers and um, they like didn't know how they, they like wrecked their go-karts. And I was like, you can't have my go-kart. That's my go-kart. <laughs> like that's, my dad got me the go-kart, like that fancy go-kart is mine. Not yours. They had to have, you know what I mean, the old, the older version, yeah, with the exposed engine and all that. I had the, I had the like the the head to toe like red suit. We had the gloves. We had like everything. Um, we we would do go karting, and um, I just that's how it was. It kind of was always in my blood, um, as I say. And then I, you know, growing up, I kind of lost touch with it a little bit. But I went to um, I went to UT, I went to film school and actually was a uh, reality TV producer for a while in New York. Long story short, um, my father, my father got sick with cancer. So I kind of dropped everything to help take care of him. And in the middle of taking care of him, he eventually passed away. But uh, but in the middle of taking care of him, I um, I kind of rekindled that that found that love again for motorsports. And before he he passed away, he said, I, I just want you to always, you know, remember, remember me. And 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 I thought I didn't know at that time what that meant. And then then that bug hit me. And I and here I am. I'm interviewing race car drivers that he he loved. You know, I mean, I, I'm in I one minute I'm I'm you know, interviewing F1 drivers next minute. I'm, I'm interviewing IndyCar drivers, all of these people that my father um, his favorite drivers on both sides because he loved IndyCar and F1 so much. And um, I get to do that. And I always think about him and I feel I feel him in my heart like every every day I, I work, you know. It's, oh, I'm yeah. sure. I'm yeah. sure. No, I yeah. totally I totally get that. Um, my dad passed away when I was 21. And so, you know, it's it's cool when you have those activities that you've always associated with them. And it's almost, you know, sometimes it can be hard to to do that without them. Um, you know, it's, it's hard to go and think like, I can't believe they're not here, but then you do have that like warm, fuzzy feeling of, you know, almost feeling like they're right there with you. Um, for me, it was playing golf with my dad. And I remember the first time I played golf after he had passed away, you know, I go out and I get ready to hit it. And I just, I just fucked up my first shot completely. (laughs) And, um, and my dad had a few phrases. He was eternally coaching um as dads do (laughs) and (laughs) and so there was one thing that he would always say to me if I would like try to swing too hard or whatever he always say let the club do the work and so it was like I totally screwed up the shot and I just it's like I heard his voice saying let the club do the work and I was like I know I know you're like yes yes and it's like yep nope okay you're still here with me so yeah well that's good well how you got back into that um, sorry yeah, that you're down. No, I know, but he, uh, you know, his spirit lives on in me and, um, it's, it's beautiful, you know, it's a beautiful path. I have his, his passion became, you know, my passion and, mm-hmm. um, I, yeah, I feel it in me every day. So, and, and there are, I mean, it is like, there are moments like I kind of, it's a bittersweet moment because the deeper and the more, uh, involved I get in this world, I, I think, oh my gosh, I would do anything to call my dad and say, guess who I just talked to today, dad, guess who I just interviewed, guess, guess what, you know, I would love yeah. to that because I know he would freak out you know <laughs> like what yeah I just know he would be so excited so maybe oh, he, would be. he might be trying he would probably tell me what what are you gonna ask them so it's probably good you know <laughs> I, can, I can I can be my own <laughs> right oh 100 percent he would he would totally I'm sure he'd be a dad about it well what are you gonna ask what are you yes <laughs> 
Oh, well, excellent. So who are some of your favorite drivers? People always ask me that. And I will tell you, um, I love them all. I'm a media, I'm a professional media journalist. I have no favorites. I'm, I'm totally joking. I have, (laughs) I have, (laughs) uh, I have, I do have favorites. I have drivers that have, um, have made me fall in love with motorsports. And I will tell you, number one at my heart is Mario Andretti. Mm -hmm. Um, to me, he is the epitome of the, the true racer who can go into any sport, any, I mean, any race, you know, any racing series and, um, and do so well. He also follows me on Twitter and I met him officially at TMS. And I, I, I just, I like, I lost it because he knew who I was and I, I like backed into him. I was like, I was talking to some friends and I backed into him and I was like, Oh my, I felt somebody behind me. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And it was Mario. And he was oh like, hi. God. And I was like, hi. And I was like, Oh God, I didn't mean to run into you. And he was, and, and, and I was talking to him and I was just, he's like, I know who you are, Mandy. And I was like, Oh, I was like, Oh my God. Like, he knows who I am. Like, right, I you're can't. like, Mario Andretti knows my name. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he did. And it was just, like, so insane. And, and I just was like, oh, my God. Um, yeah, yeah, You yeah, officially but, made uh, it. That's it. I mean, that's, like, the last I, check on the, <laughs> the last box to check, right? <laughs> I can retire. No, no. Um, uh, no, no, yeah. So, I mean, but he is my hero. And I was like, I was like, Mario, you know you're my hero. Like, I told him that. And he was like, he just laughed at me. Cause I mean, he is, he is, he's my hero. He's always in our house. It was Mario, this Mario, that, you know, um, it's every, you know, it just was, it just was growing up, you know, cause he could do any, any series, any series. And that's, that's kind of, um, that's kind of like what I think, like when I think of like drivers that we call the goats and things like that, I, uh, I tend to favor those who, who do the multiple series just because I think that that's, you know, I just think that's true talent. And um, so Mario has always been there, you know, Um, Schumacher, Michael Schumacher growing up, I grew up with Ferrari and that's how I fell in love with Ferrari was, was through, uh, through Shumi. And that's because I grew up at that era. Yeah. Watching that F1 era with him dominating. So, so that has a lasting impression. Um, I've always liked um, Sebastian Vettel. And then I have to say, um, Alexander Rossi got me back into IndyCar. He's the driver that I lost touch. I'll be honest. I lost touch with IndyCar for a while. And he's the driver that got me back interested and got me back in there. So those are kind of like my my faves for different reasons, obviously. Yeah. 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 Excellent. And Rossi's a, I'll tell you what, he, <clears throat> he is definitely one of my favorite drivers. Um Everybody knows that, you know, he was, he is Molly's favorite driver. It yeah. took, he, it took a little bit for me to kind of warm up to him just cause I was like, I can't quite read this guy and his personality and he's a little more introverted, which is not me at he all. Is. And right. the extroverted, I mean, you know, uh, the phrase that I could talk to a brick wall has sometimes been thrown around. Uh, <laughs> and so I can be a lot for for introverts and I can be too much for them. I'm too extra. And so I just wasn't quite sure how to take him, but (laughs) the more I have gotten to know him, uh, his sarcasm and his humor 
Oh yeah. my gosh. Like he is one of the funniest drivers to me. Just the things he says, his mannerism, sometimes just the look on his face will say a thousand things. <laughs> he's a, you know, and he's, he gets, uh, there's a misconception about him because people do think he's arrogant. He's not, he's actually really shy. Like you just said, he is introverted. Yeah. He is really shy. He's probably one of the most kindest people, um, ever. I'll tell you what, when I was just a fan before I was media, I got to, um, I got to the, it, it was the inaugural Coda race and they did something at, uh, Napa, the Napa store in South Austin. And I heard it was a meet and greet for Alex Rossi. So I was like, Oh my God, I'm going to get there. I got there like an hour early because I'm so used to the F1 stuff. If you go and try to see an F1 driver, you got to get there like so early. Okay. So I got there, I got there an hour early. I was first in line and his PR people were like, she's the first person that got here an hour early. And he looks at me and he goes, why? <laughs> said, why did you get here an hour early? And I was like, well, I was like, well, I mean, to me, you guys are like F1 drivers. And he was like, huh? It was just so great. It was so classic of him. It was just so classic Rossi. Just such a classic Rossi thing to say to me. And he was so nice. But you know what I mean? He's, of course, he was extremely so kind and took pictures with me, of course, and everything. But he was just like, why? Why? Why would you? Even he, you know, it's like, yeah, rookie that wins the Indy 500 and all this. And he's like. Why would anybody wait an hour in line for me? Yes. <laughs> yes. So That's funny. No, he is. I feel like he is um, like humble's not the right word. I feel like he is a person. I'm sorry if you're hearing this. My dog has got the zoomies right now. Um, so I apologize for the background <laughs> noise. She's going apeshit in my apartment right now. Um <laughs> But I feel like he is an appropriate bragger, you know, like he knows where he's a badass and he's not hesitant to be confident about that. It's not (laughs) arrogance. He's confident about that. But at the same time, you know, I think that he, yeah, is not, like I said, yeah, is not arrogant about that and still has that humor of like, why? Oh, you're waiting for me for a whole hour? Like, (laughs) (laughs) exactly. And I love I love when they interview him and they expect and they try to do an open ended question. And, oh, my favorite was in qualifying a couple of years ago after uh, Sebastian Bourdais had his big crash. Rossi was up next and somebody was interviewing him and they're like, you know, with everything with this crash that just happened, does that make you nervous? Are you concerned? Are you, and they, you know, they asked maybe four questions in a row in this one sentence, and he just goes, "Nope." <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I mean, he's just, yeah, it's it's great. <laughs> yeah, no, he's fantastic. It's, he is fantastic. He is absolutely fantastic. So yeah, and so far, uh. I, cause I was able to talk, I was able to interview Sebastian Vettel and in, in F1 in the media pen when I did, when I did that. And I've interviewed Rossi before. Um, Mario is yet to come. I'm working on that. Hopefully this soon I will get that one. Um, I guess the only one I probably won't be, you know, is Schumacher, but to be able to do four out of five of those drivers who have uh, influenced your, your, you know, your passion for motorsports is kind yeah. of cool. Yeah. It is very cool. <laughs> 
It is. Well, and it's uh, because I started out as a fan as well, obviously. And it's weird when you transitioned into that media role of, you know, it's like there were so, so many times in the beginning that I had to be like, don't lose your shit. Don't lose your shit. (laughs) Because you just I wanted to fangirl out. And I'm like, oh, my God, I cannot believe that I'm talking to this driver that I have watched for so long and love. And yeah. And now, of course, it's just like, hey, how's it going? How's the kid? You know? Yeah, exactly. You, uh, you get so used to it. Now it's like second nature. Um, I always, but you know, I, I don't get nervous. I I used to get extremely nervous just interviewing any drivers. Um, I don't get that nervousness anymore, but I get that. I don't know if it it makes sense, but I still have that passion and that excitement. So that's always there. If that makes sense. Yes. Yes. Because we're all fans. We also, I mean, let's be real. If you're a motorsports journalist, uh, or you work, in the media, chances are you're a fan. You do this because you love the sport. So, Absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. So, definitely. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, and if you, I say, if you come to Road America or Mid-Ohio, you'll have to come and check out the campsite because mm-hmm. we, I have an event at, at the camping races I go to and we call we call it uh, Fast Cars, Fast Girls, or FCFG Unplugged. And nice. so it's not an interview. It's not a Q&A. But we invite drivers, team members, PR people, et cetera. And at Mid-Ohio especially, we it's now become like a tradition that mm-hmm. pretty much the entire Meyer Shank racing team comes out, Mike Shank oh. included. And so they oh, come and cool. hang out because – and the thought behind the, the start of it was – everybody including the professionals start out as a fan we all yeah. are just race fans no matter what you do in and around motorsports we're all just race fans and i wanted to create an environment where you could just hang out and not have that generic autograph session interaction yeah. where you could you know and so i have this whole group of friends that you know have all these photos and they're like i drank a beer with mike shank you know <laughs> I, I drank a yingling with jack harvey's dad Amazing. I love that. Don't you, and don't you, um, and I'm not, you know, I, I, I just want to throw this out there. I, I love uh, F1 and IndyCar are my two favorite motorsports series. Half of my heart is F1, half of it's IndyCar, but um, so I'm not ever talking bad about one or the other, but I will say, don't you just love how approachable IndyCar is? The fact yes. that you can have that, that I always tell F1 people all the time or I have you know I had uh I have a really good group of British friends who came across the pond to TMS and they were just like this is insane they're like you mean we can just and I'm like yeah you can just go up and talk to them right there yeah you can go like because they have the paddock like I know and people always ask me too if they've never been to an IndyCar race I say go go splurge it's worth it it's not it's not going to break your bank it's like like F1 will F1 will you'll go broke but if you want to get a garage slash pit pass get one in IndyCar it's worth it it's worth the whatever 200 bucks 200 plus whatever sometimes it depends on the race on the track but yeah. yeah on the track it depends right but but it's worth it you get you you get an inside view that you can't even get in other series and it's incredible and yes you will get to see your drivers if you hang out at the right times you can see them and you can get pictures and autographs and everything. Yeah. So. Absolutely. And, and one of the things that I really love about, about IndyCar and the, the approachability of the drivers and things is also, 
you know, their their PR people and their team members are also very approachable. You know, if you've got just one driver that you want to see, but, you know, we always try to be respectful because mm-hmm. they're working, you know, right. you can always just say, um, do you think if I hung out here for a little bit that, you know, maybe I could get a photo with so-and-so. And I I found when I was just a fan, you know, that, you know, being flexible and just being respectful of the fact Mm -hmm. that they're working and whatever, they go out of the way. They're like, Oh, that's all you need. Yeah. Hold on just a second. Let me go grab them. And that's awesome. No, definitely. Definitely. They, the people of IndyCar that work in IndyCar in all all areas are absolutely amazing. So yeah, I'm, I'm so happy that, that uh, I'm involved in IndyCar just because it's just Thank such you. a cool community. And well, mm-hmm. and like I said earlier, it's it's just getting better and better to be a woman in motorsports. Absolutely, absolutely. Me too. I just I just think it's it's fantastic. I get you know like last uh, last year when Simona did her thing, and I was like, yep, I've never been more prouder to be you know accredited for for IndyCar. Mm-hmm. You know accredited journalist for IndyCar than right now to have, and then Tatiana signed and I'm like, yep, there yep. we go. And then, and then here comes Tatiana. And I'm like, once again, very proud, very proud to be, you know, covering this amazing series. Definitely. Absolutely. Oh yeah. That was such, such a <laughs> cool thing last May with Simona and Beth Peretta's whole team. And yes. man, Beth Peretta is a certifiable badass. I'll tell you that. <laughs> she is. She and is. she is all business on pit road. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I mean, watching that team work, I was like, this, <laughs> this is a serious team right here. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, and one of, um, oh, I cannot remember her name now, of course, um, but she is, she works for Penske, um, but she was one of the tire changers, mm-hmm. and I watched her sling these tires around. Yeah. I mean, and you know, it's not that I haven't seen pit stops and haven't seen, you know, the, the crew mm-hmm. do that, but she's like one arming throwing these around. And yeah. I was like, I am impressed. Yes. Like I am thoroughly impressed. I'm like, I don't even see that many of the guys do the one arm sling. Right. No, no, seriously. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's no joke. The tires are no joke, you know. Yeah, they're heavy as hell. I was um <laughs> I interviewed I interviewed Danielle Shepard. She used to be a simulation engineer for uh Palo and then yeah. she just got promoted. I don't know if she got promoted at Chip Ganassi, the IMSA division. She's actually race engineer now. Um she's right on one of those Cadillac prototypes. I forgot which one she is, but she she's just she had a phenomenal uh a uh, couple uh, how many races has Imsa done they've they, she just had like a great result yeah I I know I try to keep up with everything so I I get I my head is like crammed with F1 and IndyCar and then people <laughs> want to throw all the other things and I'm like yeah 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 I love all racing but I can only focus on so much right, right. I'm like my brain can only hold in but so wait. much information at once at once well and and then um older IndyCar fans <laughs> always you know want to talk and it's like you know I think about like my dad's demographic um you know it's like they they want to talk about like oh remember this race 15 years ago and da, da. I'm like okay I am just trying to keep this season together like, <laughs> I, I agree I can't I remember agree. all of the details from 15 years ago I'll I take agree. your word on it <laughs> I agree 
Oh, I was going to say, oh, Danielle, uh, when I interviewed her, we were talking about because uh, she she has been over the sh- over the pit. And I she and I said, you know, thank you, f- uh, you know, f- for women like you who can inspi- inspire women to be out there like, you know, in the um, in the pit and everything. And um, I said, maybe, you know, maybe I could do it, too. And she's like, she's like, I bet you could do the windshield, but maybe not the time <laughs> Yeah, because if I'm looking at my skinny arms, yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> Fair enough. You can handle the tear offs. Yeah, you can handle the tear offs on the arrow screen. I was like, awesome. <laughs> I can't, but it's, that's what made me think about that. But yeah, she's like, you can do that. I was like, got it, got it, got you. I got you. I will do the tear offs. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, <laughs> that is funny. funny. Well, <laughs> Mandy, before I forget, let's talk about. Um, I say your professional outlet that that you work for, Motorlot. Motorlot, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm a I am a editor on the F1 side, and then on the IndyCar, I'm like chief editor. So on the English, we have an English and Spanish side. So yes. chief editor, yeah, chief editor for Motorlot on the IndyCar side, and then editor for F1 on the English side. Yeah, definitely. So. And I love it. And um, I I love the people I work with. Um, They're amazing, amazing people. We all work hard. We all try to distribute, you know, the work evenly and it's great. And we, we cover as much as we can, you know, for F1 and IndyCar. So I, there are times when I get a little, I'm not going to lie, I get overwhelmed because like, you know, the crossovers covering both F1 and IndyCar. But I also, you know, there are times when I'm like, okay, if I'm live at a race, then it's going to be IndyCar. That's it. You know, I'm at an IndyCar race, it's live. That's it. And vice versa. If I'm at, if I go to an F1 race, you know, vice versa, it's like that. And um, yeah, but it's, it's been phenomenal. They've, been um they've been doing a good job and it's also good to have the spanish side because you know we have so many international drivers um we do are spanish speaking you know as well so um a lot of them handle that so uh and i you know i handle i try to handle the other ones the english ones but yeah it's 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 great to have that you know um it is well and i agree with you it is so important to have um, have the Spanish speaking side of that because I mean, except for Brazil, the entirety of Central and South America speaks Spanish, yes. um, you know, and we've got so we've got, you know, Pato Award in IndyCar. We've got Alex Pillow and yep. I know he's Spanish, but, you know, it's still. But it, it's still, you know, has drawn a lot more eyes from the Spanish speaking population. And, and I just love it. Um, I speak a little Spanish. And so there's a couple there's sometimes that I'll see tweets and I'm like, oh, I understand that. And so I'll retweet it, which <laughs> yeah. always makes me laugh because then it messes up my algorithm and I'll start seeing commercials in Spanish. And I'm yeah. like, they just don't know how to read me. I'm like, yeah. oh, whoever's doing this algorithm has no idea that I am very Irish and blonde hair, blue eyed. They... <laughs> well, I I'm um, I'm Hispanic. I'm Mexican-American, but I, I my Spanish is horrible. I, I know enough to get by just um, a little bit. I should know Spanish, but I just never grew. I, I, cause I was born here. So I never, mm-hmm. I never was taught that. And I, and I do need, I should, there's, there's no excuse. Like I should learn, <laughs> you know, people are like, I was, they were like, why do you not know Spanish? You're Mexican. And I'm like, because my mom didn't teach me. They're like, it's you're up to you. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. It's up to me. It's up to me. <laughs> okay. My parents didn't teach me. It's up to me. It's up to me. Yeah. I know. So uh-huh. I know, I know, I know. So, um, but yeah, so I feel you, but, uh, it's, it can get awkward whenever I am like anywhere 
in person, people start speaking Spanish to me because they they look at me and they just start speaking Spanish. Assume that you, yep. <laughs> yes, yes. And it, sometimes I'm just like, see, sí, see. Sí. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, see, sí, see. Sí. And then I walk off. I just can't. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know, I know. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I will say I know enough, um, and I did already tell this this story. Um, so I'll just on the episode, but I'll give, so I'll give a quick recap. But I know enough that I was able to eavesdrop on Pato Award and Alex Pillow having a conversation uh, before the championship dinner about and they basically, you know, Pato was congratulating Pillo and Pillo, you know, was just saying, hey, you know, a couple different things and you would have been the champion. And but yeah. they you know, they kind of wanted to have this private moment and it's Speedway, Indiana. And so they figured they were surrounded by nobody else who spoke Spanish. <laughs> And there you go. You're like, except for me, who was just sitting there, and I'm like, oh, look at you guys being good sportsmen. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. That's really cool. That's really and that's, cool. And you know, that's another thing that I love about our drivers in IndyCar, too. Um, it really, I, there's not a driver that I dislike. Right. You know, mm-hmm. there's, I obviously have favorites. Simon Pagano is my favorite. Um, and, you know, and I have no problem saying that, obviously, you know cover everybody but he's he's near dear to my heart uh but there's nobody that I really dislike and I think that's also something that's cool about our sport Mm -hmm. um is that you know we just have a really good paddock yeah we do definitely um it is it is great to see that um camaraderie around everyone you know um it's just it's really cool it's um it's something you don't really see anywhere else. I feel like in other series. And um, I mean, you do, you do see it in like, like in F1 and stuff, you saw like Max congratulating, I mean, uh, Leclerc and congratulating Max and stuff like that. And and you definitely see that, but I think um, to have all of them, like Mm -hmm. to have this general, like, like there's something so unique about IndyCar to where they all, you know, get along. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Like uh, last week at TM or was it last week Anyhow, at TMS when mm-hmm. Felix won the poll, mm-hmm. um, you know, he he used to be teammates with Scott Dixon. Scott Dixon oh, comes right. right over and congratulates him. You know, it's like they're not teammates anymore, but they used to be. And he comes right over and he's like, congratulations, buddy. Yeah. I mean, that was that was phenomenal. And, and I know Marcus was so happy for him and, you know, they're fellow Swedes and they mm-hmm. are. Like I even Marcus during the press conference was like, you know, he's one of my best friends and um, it's just cool. You know, it it's is cool. That. It's definitely cool to see that. So, yeah, I love that. It's very cool. OK, so let the people know where they can find Motor Lat and where they can find you on social yeah. media. Yeah, definitely. Well, it's Motor Lat uh, dot com, you know, Motor Lat, like Latin America, but Motor Lat dot um, com is our website. Um, you can find me on Twitter, Mandy. Uh, it's Mandy M A N D Y C T V, and um, and I'm on Instagram too. My just my full name, Mandy Curry. So um, yeah, and there you go. That's where you can find us. <laughs> Excellent. And of course, I'll tag you and everything this week. So absolutely, thank yeah. you. Um, and for our listen, I say for my listeners, um, you can find everything for Fast Cars, Fast Girls from our website, www.fastcarsfastgirls.com, and it links to all of our social media. Of course, we're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Um, I know I need to pick up the game with the Instagram. Molly 
Molly handled that before she uh, stepped back. And so I'm trying to get into the Instagram game a little bit, a little bit more. It's hard to do all of it. It's like, it's, it can be overwhelming. Sometimes I'll take breaks from certain things and it's just, you know, and I have to also, uh, I have to pace myself too, because it's, especially with recent talks don't get me started on the toxicness of, um, like last season, just being a female journalist. Well, just, I've gotten so much crap. Um, Mm -hmm. It's been terrible. So um, I kind of had to back away off for a while. Um, After, after I, I interviewed Roman after he got his first poll in IndyCar, I posted like on my YouTube, I posted like a short video, um, just asking him a question and I got ripped a new one. I mean, I was told I was ugly. I should go kill myself. I was told, I mean, (laughs) I look like a man. (sighs) Uh, oh my gosh I'm like uh, what, what, I'm what? like you're wearing no makeup and I'm like wow you are naturally gorgeous <laughs> no thank you but no you know it's just just what was what was the oh I'm I'm fake as fuck I'm like how do you what are you even talking about I've asked a oh. question uh, I, I it always gets me when people tell me I should go kill myself um <laughs> yeah okay do I like do you really want me to go kill myself it's like really what I mean just so insane just anyways so I try to uh I really try to balance <laughs> these social yeah. game um absolutely insane you know so yeah, I mean so I'll like some people are are just crazy wild online yeah just crazy I mean that's really what it comes down to not to mention that you know of course as females we always have the the extra creepy DMs to to contend with as well. Aside from there is the that, <laughs> yeah. Aside from the critics, there's always the extra creepy DMs. Uh, always, always. One of my favorites was when Molly and I had just started Fast Cars, Fast Girls, maybe like six months in or whatever, and we just get a DM that says, "I'd like to take the blonde one out to dinner." Okay. I'm like, you didn't even do enough research to figure out what my fucking name was. No kidding. The blonde one. I'm like, what am I, a dog? I'll take the brindle. Like, this is, like, you're not at the Humane Society. Like, um, yeah, I'll take the black one. Uh, no, 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 thank you. No, no. (laughs) The shit that we have to put up with, you know, it's terrible. Uh, well, and it's such a double-edged sword that only women understand. And yes. you know, I try try to explaining trying to explain it to to men. I say what you don't understand is that as a woman, you have to be able to explain everything about the car, everything about the race, mm-hmm. everything about all of the intricacies to prove yourself to men. Yes. But at the same time, you also have to be feminine enough mm-hmm. to prove yourself to women. And to men. This is true. And it's like, okay, if I was truly going to just be, you know, all nuts and bolts and that side of it, I would never come to the track with makeup on because what is the point? There is no point to it. But I come to the track with makeup on every time because otherwise I don't look professional. I know. Well, no, I I, I like, I, you know, I like to put makeup on just because it makes it makes me feel good and I like to look good in pictures and well I am vain and I do like to look good in pictures yeah I mean yeah and I'm not saying that I just do it for other people but it's like some days that I'm like "Mm, I would probably skip it today but yeah right but you know I also try to be as natural as possible I mean don't get me started with also I will tell you 
I will tell you, I do try to like post pictures to on my Instagram and stuff that are on the natural side because I want people to recognize me in real life. Thank I, you. You know, there are so many filters these days, so many, uh, so many things that people use, and it's it's creepy. You can't even recognize people anymore. Right. And so I, I legit, I legitimately want people, like especially the IndyCar people, when I'm at the race, you know, because I'm friends with so many of them on Facebook and um, pit crew and 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 mm-hmm. you know me, everybody, you know, our community. And I want people to be like, that's Mandy, so they can say hi to me. And you know, and by the way, if you're a fan and you see me, say hi. I love, you know, I love meeting, you know, the fans, especially especially with IndyCar. You know, we are such a close knit community, so I love that. So yeah, yeah I am. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. I, say, I had a friend, um, yeah, I had somebody who they DM'd me on Instagram and they were asked, they were like, I'm a big F1 fan. TMS is my first IndyCar race. And um, he was like, do you have any suggestions? And I, you know, I told him to get the garage pit pass. And then I was in the garage um, before on race day, you know, just taking some pictures, talking with, with people, you know, on the teams. And I hear my name and he was like, and, and it was this guy and he was like, you, you're the one who talked to me on Instagram. I was like, oh, hi. And I was like, good. I'm glad you, he goes, you were so right to get that, to get the garage. And I was like, good. I'm so glad. Like he had, and he was like, this is so amazing. This is, and I was like, it made me feel so good. I was like, good. To That's be able, wonderful. Yeah. To be able to share that. And especially like, Hey, if I can have, if I can lure in some more F1 fans over here, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to take, I'm going to take that challenge. Okay. Absolutely. Bring them, bring them. Yeah. Well, and I feel like, you know, that's one of the things that I love about doing this is that you have the opportunity to ignite the passion that we have in other people. Absolutely. You know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's just so cool when you bring somebody to the track for the first time or bring them to a new series for the first time, or, you know, you've got kids, they've got kids that are coming and their eyes are just wide as saucers. It's, you know, it's, it's awesome to be a part of igniting a new passion in someone else. 100% totally. It totally is. Yeah. And IndyCar is such a, you know, it's such a wonderful experience to share with, with your loved ones, you know? So. It is. It is. It's well. It's such a family, family sport. Mm-hmm. Definitely, most yeah. definitely. Yeah. We. Um. I started going to the 500 with my family, and um, at one time we had actually 16 tickets together for the 500. Oh wow. We um. We've scaled it down to 10. <laughs> <laughs> we won't go any lower than that. But. Uh, wow. But yeah, so I've got, you know, many years of, and my, my mom actually went to the Indy 500 when she was in high school, her parents had been going since the 1950s and yeah, so it's, it's one of those things that is, you know, the love of IndyCar has just been passed down with each generation and, you know, it was kind of like a rite of passage when you turned 18, you could go to Aunt Bertie's house for the 500. That's awesome. I have yet to go to one. I'm hoping I'll be going this year. I hope. Excellent. So I hope, yeah. So I hope that could be our chance to hang out. Absolutely. I was going to say, yeah. if you come in, um, let yeah. me know. I will. Um, I don't know anything. I would, you know, uh, it would be one of those things where I, I, I don't even, I've never been to Indy. So it would be like, where do I go eat? Help me out. <laughs> you know? Oh, absolutely. Well, <laughs> and I was going to say, um, if you don't want to spend a fortune on a hotel, it's nothing fancy, but you, I say, I, I do have an extra bedroom. 
Oh my God, you're a lifesaver. No, thank you. Thank you. I will. If I don't know, that would be amazing because yeah, I, um, it could be, I don't want to be the damsel in distress, but it could be a little intimidating to travel alone as a female, even if it's, even if it just is in, in America, like I've been kind of thinking about at some point, I'm going to have to be going overseas for F1 races. And I'm a little bit worried too about going to a foreign country by myself, like having to, you know. (laughs) Absolutely. No, I think that it's valid. That's a very valid point. Um, I had Molly and I actually were together and had a very scary experience in the garages at Daytona during a Rolex 24. Um, and it was in the middle of the night and it was, you know, two 30 in the morning and we were staying up all night long. And so we're just, you know, you know, walking around the garage, just kind of crossing our fingers that something would happen and we'd see some good action. And then out of nowhere, this guy just like accosted us and we are like backed up against the fence and he is like in our face and was very drunk. And we both were like, what in the fuck? And we had our cameras and I'm in, and my dad was a police officer, Mm -hmm. you know, so I've, you know, I know self-defense and things like that, but, you know, we're trying to kind of de-escalate the situation. And I was like, okay, I'm going to have to use this Nikon camera as a weapon. Like that's, what's going to have to happen here. And eventually, you know, I just was kind of like, you know, we were just firm with the guy and I was like, I think it's best if you just walk away now. Yeah. And he was like, what? And I was like, we're done. We're done talking. This conversation is over. You need to walk away. And you know, luckily he listened and did, and we hightailed it out of there. And then I turned to Molly, you know, and then we both were kind of shaken. And I turned to Molly yeah. and I said, I'll tell you what, I would have been a lot more scared um, if you didn't have your taser. And then Molly goes, I don't have my taser. I thought you had your gun. I go, I didn't bring my gun. It's a racetrack. I can't bring a gun into the track. <laughs> And so both of us who do have, you know, personal protection weapons and, and I've had handgun training and I'm licensed to carry and all that jazz, you know? And so we just, then we laughed about that, that I'm like, we are in a place that neither one of us felt like we should have to bring something like that. And even being two of us. Because you shouldn't, you know, we shouldn't have to worry about that. But the reality is, especially with people who, who get a little drunk, um, Mm -hmm. And not just men, women too. I mean, I've been oh, women yeah. drinking like it's just these rowdy people. Um, you know, I mean, yeah. You are like, yeah, because sometimes it's just a rowdy woman who's looking to start a fight with anybody who looks at yeah. them wrong. Oh, yeah. definitely, definitely. I've been, yeah. So, um, but yeah, when it, you, you, I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you what, it got scary. Uh, not like on that level, but when at F1, so I'm leaving the paddock with my um, colleague and F1 is just insane. Right. So we're, we're leaving the, the, the paddock to at the end of one of the days and the crowd of people there waiting to try to get a glimpse of, of one of the F1 drivers. Right. So we couldn't even get out of there and the security went at Coda. They, they are so amazing. They just were like, they went kind of, ape shit and yelled at the crowd and they're like get out of their way they're trying to get through and then everybody was like oh and everybody like it was like parting the sea the red sea yeah. <laughs> and the, the crowd and people were like looking at my uh, my colleague paul and i like like we're vip because they're like you just came out of the f1 paddock <laughs> like, <laughs> so we're like yeah yeah so get out of our way let it right and they're yeah. looking at you they're like are they famous should we recognize them should i be filming this 
exactly. They're like, oh who are these VIPs? Yes, definitely. Oh. Uh, yeah, no, sometimes it's just, yeah. So I people, crowds, crowds of people, it's hectic. It can be. It definitely can be. So yeah, no, girl. I'll, I say I'll I'll hook you up in May. No, thank you. You just are a lifesaver because yeah, I'm still waiting um to to hear the official accreditation. Like you've been approved. So Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which so, I think so. will. I don't think it'll be a problem, obviously, but yeah. No, so, no you're so. you're a lifesaver and you're more than welcome in Austin. So well, thank you. Yeah. I say I may have to take you up on that. Yeah. Like one of these days I'm going to make it there, even if it, I say, even if it's not for an IndyCar race, although yeah. fingers crossed, um, <laughs> but fingers crossed that we go back there. But, I know, I know. but yeah, I, one of these days I need to see, I need to see a race at Coda. It's, it's amazing. It's incredible. It's such a great track. It's, I mean, I love it. So it's a very cool track. I love it on TV. It's uh, well, and honestly, I need to get down there when the W series is there as well. Yeah. They're there for, well, with F1. So yeah. 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 So, so I can find that in one weekend. Yeah. It's amazing. Amazing. Absolutely. Well, good. Okay. Yes. So excellent. Well, good. Yeah. No, I'll take you up on that. So we'll be, I, it, that's like pressure off of me. Cause I'm, whew, I was I was thinking about that too, and I was like, man, is it too late to even make those accommodations at Indy? Because I know how everything fills up. So it does, and yeah, the closer you get, I mean, and everything's you know, of course, right. surge priced, and but, oh, but yeah, I literally live in Speedway. I'm not even a five minute drive to the track. So oh, that's fantastic. That's your lifesaver. You're such a <laughs> lifesaver. Oh I my say, gosh. Well, We'll chat more after we're done recording. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. our listeners don't need to hear your entire travel plans for that. No, weekend. they don't. They do not <laughs> hear all my travel plans. No. I say, unless you want some new stalkers, I guess. I don't no, know. No, definitely don't want that. Yeah, the, the Fast Cars, Fast Girls listeners um, have a habit of, and I love this and encourage it. Um, at first, I was like, is this creepy or is this funny? But it's really funny. Um, some people that are a little shyer and don't feel comfortable coming up to say hi, we'll like take a picture and then tweet it at us or tweet it oh. at me and be like, I saw you in Pagoda Plaza. And I'm like, okay. Well, <laughs> You're like, just come over and said hi. I didn't realize we were only 20 feet away. That's funny. Oh, I, you know, it is hard for people like you and me, because I am very much an extrovert like you. So I'm like, just come say hi. But I like, I tell people like, you know, like on Facebook, when I was at TMS, I'm like, I'm back in the IndyCar paddock, people say hi. And I had Facebook, you know how it is, you, you're friends with people because they're in the industry, but you've never met them. So I had all these, right, I had all these people come up, Mandy, and I'm like, yes, they're like, of course. And I'm like, yeah, I know who you are. Yeah, we're Facebook friends. <laughs> yeah. Right. You're like, yes, here we are in real life. <laughs> now yes. <laughs> oh no I love it love it okay so on to I say the, mm-hmm. the topic of the day Long yes. Beach Long it's Beach. your first time going to Long Beach yes you are in for a treat it's a great race I'm so excited you know um I'm excited I it kind of like it, it's my it's like a birthday weekend of mine so I thought you know why not mix in a little business with pleasure and um, get there a couple days early, and then um, I don't. I'm assuming there's that Alex Zanardi is supposed to be inducted to the Hall of Fame on that Thursday, or I believe. Yeah. So I must. I hope we get access to that because that would be cool. I mean, we're that would be very cool. I'm like we normally we normally get invitations for that kind of stuff. So hopefully. Hopefully that's going to be there. So that's something really cool. 
That is very cool. I will say, so um, I'm sure most of my listeners laughed when I said that you're in for a treat at Long Beach because they've all heard me bitch about Long Beach. Um, And I've said, I'm not going back again until I have a sugar daddy. Um, It's like that. Well, I will tell you, um, I will tell you, it's a splurge. So, uh, well, yeah, it's your birthday, too. It's my birthday. So it's a splurge. Otherwise, I would not be doing it. So, um, it's a splurge and, uh, yeah, the hotels are extremely expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, but like my mom was like, I'll pay for the hotel. And I was like, do you even know? <laughs> right. You're like, uh, I don't know that you want to sign a blank check on this one. Like she did. And she, I, I love her for that. Cause that was, she's like, that's my birthday gift to you. So I'm excited. That's great. Um, so yeah, it'll be, and yes, I can, I can imagine it's, you know, like at TMS, it was not expensive, obviously you go there and you've been there. So yeah, yeah. but Long Beach, I mean, you got, you have to think about too, Laguna is that way too. Laguna Seca. Have you been to Laguna? No, um, I'm okay. hoping to go this year. Yeah. So that's good. Just brace yourself for that. For that one. That, yeah. That's expensive as well. Uh, however, it's Laguna Sega. It's a corkscrew. It's amazing. So, right. um, but yeah, the Long Beach. So yeah. So there you go. I, I, I'm, but I'm going in with that mentality of. So you'll, you're, you're prepared. I am. I'm mentally prepared. Good. I will say it was one of those tracks where, you know how there's some tracks that with your, you know, media card, with your credentials, mm-hmm. you have like carte blanche, you can go everywhere. Like, uh, it's like they roll out the red carpet for you. Um, that's not one of those tracks. Oh, so how is that explained? So, like, you can get into, like, pit and paddock area just fine. Like, that'll be fine. But they have special photo areas that even if you're media, you have to pay extra to have access to these photo areas. Like, what kind of photo areas are you talking about? Um, Like, up high, um, you know, that last turn before the straightaway. Um, okay. Yes. Yeah, like that last turn. So there's grandstands there, which are awesome. And then there's up high, like kind of overlooking a like photo um, catwalk thing where you can take great photos of cars coming around that last sharp turn. Oh. And okay. so I tried to get up there and they're like, uh, you don't have the right credentials. And I'm like, I have a hard card, a season long hard card. And they were like, yeah, well, I don't know anything about that, but you don't have the card you need to get up here. Oh, so these are for like pictures. Yeah. Oh, what? It's wild. That's for pictures. For pictures. And so, and it was, and I was like, okay, let me look and see how much this is. It was like $750. What? Yeah, I was like, I didn't even pay that much for my fucking camera. I'm not paying that much to take photos. For photos? Why is it that much? That's so weird. I've never heard of that. It's the only track I've ever seen do that. Yeah, because I don't think they do that. I don't. I mean, no, granted, I, I can't speak on because be, I go as a journalist, so I don't go and get the um, the photo vest. You know, I, I go gotcha. as just a journalist. But I mean, at Laguna, it wasn't. I mean, yeah, I, they I, don't they don't do that there. You okay. can go everywhere because, um, yeah, I do uh, photography as well. And so, yeah. So for me, I was like, what in the hell is this? That's terrible. That's I know. Really terrible. Yeah. So that was. 
that was probably the most well it was that was the second most annoying thing to me the the first most annoying <laughs> was just because of how the track is set up you go over so many bridges to get everywhere um, so you oh. definitely get your steps in okay that, well I definitely have to tell um tell my husband that because my husband's coming with me so we're this is his first time in Long Beach my first well it's both of our first time in Long Beach so yeah but he he got like the tickets were selling out so fast. He got like the one ticket, like one seat on. It's like right I I on what it's like on the main grandstand kind of area, and he got the one seat because everybody you know buys in twos. But I'm like, you have to go sit by yourself because I'm gonna be working. <laughs> <laughs> I know, point. but he's okay. He's like, I'm fine. I'm going to go have my drink and, and make myself a nice drink and just walk because we're staying at a nice hotel, you know, that's yeah. right there. So he's he's excited. So I'm like, okay, I'm not worried about you at all. <laughs> you go do your thing. You do you. Um, but, yeah, so that's, that's, that's interesting. But, yeah, I – so there you go. So I'll have to tell him to prepare to yes, for tell walk. him. To for the walking be, shoes. Yeah, yeah, definitely bring the walking shoes. I, I will he say. He does have to cross the bridge, I, I believe, where he's sitting. So there you go. Yeah. Um, and depending on which entrance you go in. Mm-hmm. Um, and like when you're coming up to. Like if you're facing the ocean. Okay. You know, looking at, So you're on the other side of the track. Gotcha. Like, okay. So the track would be between you and the ocean. There's a media gate on the left lefter like left side of okay. the um circuit okay. um that you get through super easy that has like some steps that takes you down right into the garage area oh, okay. and you'll actually enter like right in by all the imsa garage stuff okay um, cool. and so that's pretty easy and you can like walk through the paddock area and so you can kind of skip some bridges that way depending on where you're going okay. um, and then there's also um a media gate down off of the beach <laughs> or pretty close the to the beach, beach. <laughs> yeah what yeah, because Molly and I were walking, um, like, we were kind of walking, like, I mean, it's not necessarily right on the beach, but, yeah, pretty pretty close. And so we were, like, we were thinking we were going to have to walk up all of these stairs again, and then we, I'm like, oh, my gosh, wait, there's a gate right there. We don't have to walk back up these stairs. That's cool. Okay, that's awesome. Okay, good. Okay, so aside from the BS media, I mean, the photo fees. Aside from that, it's it's great. Um, okay. Yeah, okay. I just always I said I would want to have a sugar daddy next time just because I'd want to have like the VIP suites and yeah, oh, yeah. oh yeah. you know because the because the GA trying to do GA stuff they don't have a lot of great GA sitting places okay. and other people I've talked to and I didn't realize that before we went last time. Oh, I see what you're saying. And so, you know, I just kind of expected it to be like a lot of our other, you know, street courses, road courses, et cetera, where, you know, GA is a priority as well. And so they've got good screens and things. And I'm like, where, where's a good spot for me to sit? Uh, Yeah. So, and then, you know, after the fact, there were a lot of friends who love that race who said, oh yeah, you always have to get a grandstand seat. Yeah, definitely. I, I, okay. Good to know. My, I know, well, at least we got, you know, my husband has one, he's set, so. Yeah, I say, well, and you'll be fine, because you, you'll have media center access. Oh, yeah, and, I have media yeah. center, so, but I'm yeah. glad, I'm glad to know, because, you know, um, I'm glad it just, it's worth to pay that extra money to have that nicer seat and have those nicer than general admission, so I'm glad, yeah. Yeah, 
No, he'll cool. be glad to have a seat. And oh, he'll be, he'll be, yeah, he'll be fine. Oh, well, he'll, he'll be, be well fine. taken care of Um, because yeah. there are vendors all over the place. There's great Boy. food. They have food trucks oh. that come in. Um, oh, my gosh. Yeah, there was a taco truck that had. Oh, Molly and I had the best food. Oh my gosh, it was a taco right. truck, and they also had um, oh um, elotes. Ooh, I love elotes. I love love elotes, yeah. and so yeah, we had that every single day. Uh, <laughs> we went back to the same truck. We we're like, we're having elotes every day. That's perfect. Which there's actually a great tamale place here in um in Speedway that I'll take you to in May yeah. that also has excellent elotes. Oh, sold. I love tamales. So I can't, I can't make them for my, my, my aunt makes like really good ones. She's like, I'll teach you one day. And I'm like, yeah, cause I can't cook for anything. <laughs> <That's not laughs> You're like, I, I would like to have that skill, please. Yes. I would love to learn how to make tamales so that yes, yes, yes. One more. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I cannot cook. I'll burn the house down. So. It's terrible. Okay, I'm terrible. That's why there's restaurants. That is why they're exactly perfect. <laughs> but yeah, I will say the weather is beautiful in Long Beach. So yeah, perfect. you'll have a great time there. And you really, any race where your backdrop is the ocean, you can't go wrong. Oh. With. Yeah. I'm, I'm like I said, we're, you know, um, I'm looking, we're looking forward to it. I'm especially looking forward to it because it's my birthday weekend. So it was a splurge, but um, yeah, it's a little, it, it is a splurge. So we, we did also, we just got kind of lucky uh, with the hotel because we were running out of, they're all sold out and I had to, I had to book one fast. So yeah, it had to be a nice one. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think Molly and I did an Airbnb, which we totally lucked out. It was a one, one bedroom, um, but with a king size bed. And we laughed because um, we were like, this was totally a bachelor pad. And then he moved in with his girlfriend, but his lease hadn't expired. Like just, ba- you know, because it was like there were like two coffee cups, like yeah. two plates, two. And oh. it was like very black and chrome. And I'm like, this this was a boy's bachelor pad for <laughs> sure. Totally. The decor gave it away. Yeah. Like everything in it. And then there were a few things like a couple throw pillows. And I'm like, that's from the girlfriend. <laughs> you're like I already know like, yes. exactly I was like well I bet that and so I was like I mean it's smart till your lease runs out to just use it as an Airbnb so but yeah I mean otherwise other than yeah let's say wanting a grandstand seat which your husband has so he'll be set and you'll be set um, it is a beautiful course and walking around on the inside, there's lots of shaded areas. So if you need to get out of the sun for a bit and at the top end of pit lane, um, there's like a little curvy sidewalk path. There's a couple of benches in the shade where you can sit and hang out. And that is where all of the drivers exit. Ah, there you go. So if you want to nab anybody real quick. Um, yeah. 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 No, that's smart. Yeah. I, I get a lot of good time in with them. So. I'm, I try to, yeah, I try, but, but that's good to know too, for like, uh, like, let's be real. I, I really need to get an updated, uh, Rossi pick. The last one I had was in 2019 when he lost the championship to Joseph Newgarden. So, um, I need to get an updated picture <laughs> with him. He's always so nice too, when he sees me. So I, I thought about it at TMS, but man, he was not having a good one at TMS. Oh, he was not. No. 
So anyway, that was sad. I tried to be respectful with that too, as much as it's possible. Yeah, because I think even though he is on the Shire side, he definitely wears his heart on his sleeve when he's upset. Oh, he totally does. Yeah, he totally does. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I was. Oh, I was upset for him. (laughs) Like it just started. I mean, and I his I had his radio on, and he was like, "It says low battery. What do I do with that?" And I'm like, I'm over here watching the race, and I'm like, "What the hell do you do with that?" I'm like, "Low battery on an Indy car. What does that even mean?" What is that? I know. I know. I'm like, what? 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 <laughs> I've never heard that on a radio ever. Yeah. You know. Yes. I terrible. It's terrible. Terrible luck. Terrible luck for him. Terrible luck. Oh, he. Yeah, a great driver that has been plagued with way too many mechanical gremlins. Yes. Do we need to? burn some sage around his car absolutely 100 percent. the only thing that i i guess i could say is um not so bad is that grosjean had problems too so at least it's not just rossi at tms agreed yeah i was about to be like are you as soon as everybody all of us in the media room were like what do you mean rossi what and then then grosjean had it and we're like okay because you know there's nothing worse than being that one driver that has all the the issues. All the bad luck, yeah. Sebastian Vettel, 20, what, 2020? Yeah, exactly. At Ferrari? Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. like, what the hell? I mean, what is going on? <laughs> right? It's like, is this against me personally? Have I offended somebody? Yes, yes. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. You're like, did I hit, did I scrape your car in the parking lot? Like, is there a personal vendetta against me? What is going on? Did I date your ex-girlfriend? What's going on? (laughs) 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 Yeah, no, I kind of felt the same way. I was, I was sad for Grajan to be out, but yeah, I was like, okay, well, at least it doesn't feel quite as personal. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. (laughs) So, all right. Well, some quick facts about Long Beach. Uh, So it is a temporary road course for anybody who who doesn't know, um, which is very cool. They shut it down, I think. And the main the main drag is Ocean Boulevard. I believe that they turn (laughs) into part of the track and there's that awesome fountain. Yes. The dolphins, right? With the dolphins. Yep. (laughs) I like it when they listen. Yeah, it was last year because it was season finale and all that drama happened. It's like when you see the cars crash around the dolphin following your t- – it's just so fun. I'm sorry. It is. No, it, because it's at that hilarious. point, it, it looks like Mario Kart. Yes, you know? see, that's exactly what it was. It was like just – like yeah, just everybody <laughs> – stacking in hitting each other but i just yeah i mean think that we can laugh because everybody is obviously safe and yes yes but i mean what it's just this weird dolphin fountain and then yeah it just (laughs) Uh, well and at least they have to slow down enough to go around that fountain that yeah it's like nobody's getting seriously hurt when they do that but but no it is funny well and i was like what happens if somebody goes up like what if I mean, I'm like, what's the insurance on this fountain? Like, yeah. my IndyCar. Can you imagine filling out that claim? No. <laughs> like, I'm serious. Like, I know. I mean, that's just, I, yeah, I can't. Like, oh. those, at some point, those dolphins, you know, I, who knows? I hope <laughs> at some they, point might, they, 
they're going to be knocked off. <laughs> yeah, they they may not last as long as this race will. Maybe not. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh. Yeah, I wonder if AMR has, well, I mean, I guess they, you know, they have the tow truck for cars, so they could just hook that up under the Dolphins if they had to lift it off of a car. That would be, that that would make for some great TV. <laughs> that would, that would be insane. That would be so funny. Oh my gosh. That would be such an entertaining yellow, yellow flag. It would be because so-and-so went off and hit to knock the Dolphins off. Knock the Dolphins off. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, if that happens this year, then we're going to have to be really careful about what we talk about, because obviously we've <laughs> yeah. got the power that we don't realize. <laughs> we have this power, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the turtle is oh. okay. All right, so it is a temporary road course. It is just under two miles long, mm-hmm. um, and uh, we go for 85 laps, which comes out to 167.28 miles or 269.211 kilometers. Okay. Um, as far as last year, uh, yes. Joseph Newgarden got the pole. Yes, he did. He did everything right. <laughs> he did everything right. Uh, everything right. And I feel for him because <laughs> he did. That's the second time in a row he's done everything right. He's lost the championship. And I, I, I really do feel for him. Uh, however, however. He, I mean, he just won there at TMS and, um, and I, you know, I, I know you want to talk about, we, if you want to talk about now we can get into what dri- drivers I think are going to do well and stuff. I'll tell you what, this season is so interesting because we've had St. Pete's street course and then we have an oval, right? So yeah. you kind of, so how cool is that? So you kind of see, uh, usually some teams do better on one versus the other, but what we're seeing is Schiff Ganassi and Team Penske dominating both. I yeah. Mean, and so far, so far, granted, it's only been two races. But the fact that both of them have been so strong on a street course and an oval is like, okay. Well, <laughs> they, and not yeah. just that those teams have dominated, but they have different engines. And so yes. Chevy's and Honda's are both doing well on both types. And it typically is Chevy's mm-hmm. do better on our ovals and Honda's right. do better on your road and street courses. And, right. you know, so, I mean, I think the engine manuf- manufacturers have to be pretty happy with how close the competition is this year as well. Absolutely. I think, um, I think that's, that's phenomenal that you, you, you see that. And um, normally heading into Long Beach, I would be like, it's the Andretti hype train. Let's go. Let's go. Andretti, 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 Andretti. But I don't know because I just don't know because they just didn't seem to have it at St. Pete's. They didn't. They definitely didn't have it at uh, TMS. And and this is a track I always. Rossi's always the favorite. Rossi's always the favorite in Long Beach because he always dominates. But I don't know if the car is there. I know. And that's like, I would love for this to kind of be a comeback race for him this season and just come out and dominate and have one of those drives where it's literally like Rossi. And then it feels like it's 10 seconds later, the rest of the field is behind him. Like he's just out for a Sunday drive. I would, I would love for that to happen for him, but, but yeah, 
It's just something's going on in that Andretti garage that is not working ra- not working well. Yeah, and like I said, uh, you know, the fact that it was Grosjean too. So it's like it kind of worries me there in that sense because you're having multiple cars have issues. And um, hopefully, you know, it'll be really interesting to see if they've been able to fix that. Um, Colton was doing pretty well until he had like a, I think, I believe he had like a really slow pit stop at TMS that just screwed him. Then he was out. He couldn't jump up from that. So um, I'm, I'm wondering because they have the drivers. When you think of street course drivers that are the dominant ones, you, you always think of the Andretti ones. You think of Colton, you think of, um, you know, Rossi. And then, of course, Roman, because he has the F1 experience, um, you know, definitely has that technical track, technical abilities in him. They all do. Um, however, it's going to be really interesting to see. I think I will have a better read on, Andre- on Andretti when we start seeing the practices, right, and the quali. And then by quali, we'll know where the race pace is. Hopefully, we'll see, you know. Um, but then again, you know, quali is just quali pace. Qualifying is just qualifying pace. and um, if they do like if they do really well in practice, then that's a good sign because they're probably doing more race runs um, sure. versus versus just the one off quality laps. So but like I said, it'll be really interesting to see who um, how they do at that weekend. And then we could probably get a better idea of that. But I, I don't see I don't see Chukanasi racing slowing down anytime soon. No, I don't see no. don't see t- uh, Team Penske slowing down anytime soon. So. It, I feel for Errol McLaren. They have yeah. had some struggles, right? They have. They have. They've had some, yeah, some bad luck. I mean, well, and I had Felix on my fantasy team for TMS and just, oh, heartbreaker. Um, and, yeah, the, the seven car especially has had some bad luck. But, yes. but yeah, well, and um, speaking of them, Pato actually had the fastest lap at Long Beach last year. And um, and he didn't even podium. <laughs> and so it's yeah. like that's where you're like, oh, come on. Um, yeah, definitely. Well, that's that's the bad luck, too, that happened to him. Yeah. Right. Was it that first lap when uh, who was the back mark? Uh, oh, no, it was at the very beginning of the race. Uh, it was. It was. Back marker. I've got to think about who it was. Was it like was it Dalton? No, I can't remember. I I'm, can't remember either. I know this is when my stats start. Right. <laughs> That's okay. When, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but anyway. Um, but yeah, he got caught up in that. And... He got caught up in that. So yeah, a little concerning for Aaron McLaren. Um, some of the smaller teams. I hope I would love to see. You know. Uh, I mean, I always like when the smaller teams do well. So, oh, absolutely. So, I would love to see any of those teams. Um, you know, Meyer Shank was so strong last year, mm-hmm. um, last mm-hmm. season. I'd love to see them continue that those strides this year. Um, I think, yeah. And then, like I said, it's only been two races. So, hopefully, you know, people can get it, you know, sorted and they've had time to kind of get that. But, 
I mean, like I said, I just don't see Chip Ganassi racing or, or Team Penske just slowing. I just don't see them slowing down. Yeah, I, just, I don't see them slowing down or making any huge mistakes. You know, I feel like yeah. anybody else that wants to run up in the front is really going to have to earn it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because they have started off strong. I mean, yes, yeah, Scott McLaughlin is not. I mean, he's going to give everybody a run for their money on the championship this year. Oh, totally. Absolutely. And I, and it's well-deserved and it's, oh, and, it, and I, and I love, like I said, I love seeing the drivers cross over. So, um, Same. into other series and then do well, you know, mm-hmm. um, especially at the Roman, like obviously. Oh um, yeah. And I love that he's an Indy car now. Oh my gosh. Isn't it amazing? I know how lucky I did tell him that at, uh, at TMS at the end of like interview and I go, well, we're glad you're here. <laughs> <laughs> just so you know, we're all glad you're here. <laughs> so. I know. I, I always crack myself up whenever we've got a new driver, you know, that comes from another series. Cause I always introduce yeah. myself and I'm like, you'll see me, you'll get to know me, da, 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 you know? And I always joke, I'm like, you'll hear me. I'm very loud, you know, but I'm always like, welcome. Thanks so much for coming. We we're happy. And I'm like, you know, and sometimes people are like, do you, what, what are you IndyCar's personal welcome, welcome committee? Yeah. And I'm like, might as well be. Yeah, it's like Callum Eilat I met for the first time at St. Petersburg. And I'm like, we're so happy you're here. He's like, okay, thank you. He's nice. He's yeah, I, I was talk I talked to him in, in the F1 paddock at Coda and I was like, I was like, I'm also, you know, I also cover IndyCars. So he was really excited because he hadn't moved over yet. You know, he he was he he already knew he was coming, but I was like, Yeah, and then I saw him and he's like, I remember you at Coda. And I was like, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely. I, um, how, how are you feeling? Okay. I want to talk for a second about the rookies because I feel like our rookie class this year is so calm compared to what it has been. Yes. Remember, why? They're not as aggressive. I feel like, remember when it was like Renus and, and Alex and like, and Colton as rookies, like they were giving the veteran drivers like a run for their money. And they were so aggressive. And I, I, I really feel like this, I, granted, it's only two races in, but I really feel that uh, they, uh, I, I don't know, they're not as, they're not as aggressive. They, it's interesting. Um, <laughs> it has been interesting because, yeah, I kind of feel the same way. I think, well, I'll say Devlin Francesco, I think, was a little too aggressive um, and l- learned his lesson. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you don't go three wide at TMS. No, it's <laughs> not a thing. Especially yeah. with that whatever, what do we call that lap? The high line? Gosh. Yeah. That high line that, area. Yeah, no, that was yeah. that was not smart. But yeah. I, you know, but he fully took ownership for that, which I respect. I think that says a lot yeah. about him. And uh, so yeah, I think he got a little too overzealous uh, there. But but yeah, the rest of the rookies. Well, and Kyle Kirkwood, I feel like has been aggressive, but. And I would love to see him do well. I my only concern is that, you know, we haven't seen AJ Foyt equipment necessarily be super reliable. And so, you know, I think that he would be more noticeably aggressive if he was in an Andretti ride or like a Ganassi ride or um, which breaks my heart because I love AJ Foyt racing. I love that team. I do too. I think it's a fun. I agree. I think it's a phenomenal team t- as well. Um, but yeah, no, I, I hear you on that one. Um, yeah, it is definitely one of those scenes where, and I wish they could, uh, and I, 
and I loved seeing Sebastian Bourdais there helping out. Um, Same. I think that's so cool. Um, it, you know, it it reminds me of in the you know in the F one paddock when you have like Jensen Button there with Williams. Um, mm-hmm. you have, and, and and let me tell you, it, it makes a big difference. You it, it's to have a multiple champ there. Uh, to give you advice, to give you that. I mean, you hear Polo talk about that all the time with, um, you know, talking to Dario, talking oh, to yeah. Scott, you know, uh, you know, even his teammate, you know, Dixie, you know, it's like, it, it, it's, there's something to be said for having that special and valuable knowledge from a champ, from an IndyCar champ. Mm-hmm. So. Well, and Sebastian Bourdais, I mean, just has so much experience in exactly. so many different types of racing. I mean, Absolutely. I feel like he could be a driver coach for anyone in any series, mm-hmm. just about. Absolutely. And so you, you think about that and you think about they have the talent there. They obviously have Tatiana and she's amazing on her own, her extensive mm-hmm. resume of what she's done. And, you know, and then they have um, they have talent, too, as well. And it's like, well, it, it's kind of hard. You know, it's like I hope that they can figure it out, you know? Yeah. AJ Foyt. I hope they can figure and it is, it is a car. It is a it is a car thing, equipment thing, or whatever you with the with the cars. There's something there going on that they haven't been able to tap into. But then then again you see Errol McLaren who did so well, now they're struggling, you know? Yeah. Kind of kind of a similar similar thing, which is so odd. It is odd. It is. But I'm, but yeah, you are correct about the rookies. I mean, because we haven't had any really major stories about any of them. And even you yeah, know, going back yet. a couple of years, you know, think Zach Veach, you know, his first couple of races, like he came just out of the, you know, just mm-hmm. jumping in with both feet, came out flying. And yeah, for the last couple of years. And when Ferrucci was a rookie, you know, it's like there was mm-hmm. always a story about him doing something daring or, you know, pushing the limits. Yeah. Colton obviously dominated. Colton obviously dominated his year. I I just, yeah, I just, it's interesting. They're a little bit more laid back, more low key. Uh, Yeah. Right? I feel feel that way um, about them. Maybe, yeah, it's interesting because I don't see them um, as, like I said, as aggressive as we've had others in the past, you know? And then Rena's a Rita's was so aggressive. Rita's was so aggressive. Oh, I love so, Rita. So many comments from veteran drivers about he needs to learn da da da. da. And he, I'm like, yeah. it's Rena's. He's not changing. <laughs> he's not changing, and he shouldn't change. And um, he should. I mean, he's you know he is he's talented on his own too. He's one of my Absolutely. fav. Uh, he's one of my favorites too because he's the first race car driver I've ever interviewed and I interviewed him as an indie light driver. So I have, and I, his family, I'm very close to his family as well. And um, so I have a very special place for him. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. I I love him. I love his energy. (laughs) I love how excited he is. Um, (laughs) I, I describe it as Renus VK when he does well, he's like Christmas morning excited. Yes. 
You know, like a kid on Christmas morning before they open their presents, like that yeah. level of excitement is <laughs> Renus when he's excited. And his parents are one of my favorite things to see on pit lane because his mom mm-hmm. and dad are so cute and they are just so into, you know, everything that's going on and cheering for Renus. And they're, yeah, I just, mm, I could not love him or them anymore. And I love that he's on Ed Carpenter Racing because obviously yeah. that's hometown team for me since I'm in Indy. So yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so yeah, so at carpenter racing. <laughs> of course. Well, yeah, we absolutely definitely. And you know, it is, it is great that he's there. Yeah. He's so, he's become so American too, you know, he's <laughs> yeah. embraced American culture so much. I love it. Um, yeah. So I'm thinking in terms of, I don't know, rookies, I would say, like, I would probably, you would think, like, the ones with the uh, F2 experience are probably going to do well, right? And I I, yeah. I, I see Tatiana doing well as well there. Um, I hope so. Yeah, I hope so, too. So, I, yeah, I hope, you know, because you, you would think it's a technical track and this is, like, what they thrive on. So, um do you have any picks outside of Chip? Okay, let's let's take Chip Ganassi and Team Penske out of the equation because they're dominating so much. Who who who? Let's look at like what we would call what the mid pack because yeah, it's like, <laughs> like what we say in F one the mid pack, which is constantly changing now due to regulations. Um, <laughs> yeah, like so who who are you feeling? Who are you feeling? So. Uh, my favorite team is Meyer Shank Racing. Um, and even I say it, it which it, it was destined to be one of my favorite teams because my last name is Meyer and it's spelled the exact same way. And so, <laughs> yeah, so Mike Shank and I have this joke that I'm going to sneak my way into the hospitality tent because I'm just going to say that I'm family. I'm just going to show my hard card and be like, no, I'm family. I'm coming in. Uh, she totally do that. Left. He's like, you can just come in. but I like to joke I said I'm gonna sneak in here one of these days uh so with it being you know this this street course that we've gone to for years and years and years I think I think it's possible for Alio to do well because he's run on this track many many times um and I also think it's possible for Simon to do well um he he tends to you know have these you know, kind of ups a little, some ups and downs. Um, mm-hmm. and it's like just about the time that you think, ah, oh, maybe I should count him out. Then he comes back and, you know, wins a street course or, you know, and so I'm like, I could see him getting a podium on this race. I would love to see that. Um, and then I also would like, I mean, just for RLL, I would like to see them do better. They had a really rough weekend. Yeah, I was just going to say, too, I just, I think, uh, I I think absolutely, uh, they, they're about, they're due. (laughs) They are. They're due. Um, And they didn't have a terrible run at TMS either. It just. Their qualifying was. Yes. Yes. Set him back, way back. But but Graham made some. Um, yeah, Graham was not happy when I talked to him about that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely not happy. Um, but I just. But when it came to the race pace, uh, they showed some progress there for a little while. So it's one of those things that you. Yeah, you know, I think I think they could. I think if they could get 
everything ready. I think if they could do, I think they could. I think they could do really well and at least go up there. Um, well, well Dale, yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, and I and I love Jack Harvey. Um, I think that, yeah, because yeah, he he does he does well on road and street courses. Um, he does. Yeah, I think he's he's a contender to to possibly you know pop up and and be one of those you know more mid pack that you know gets a top five finish. Well, he did so well last year too. Um, he did. So yeah. he did. He was like always right there. Um, that was crazy at TMS when we he had that accident. I hope he's fine. I'm, I, you know, because he couldn't race. So yeah, um, with that that concussion. I mean, we were sitting there, and then all of a sudden we see Ferrucci hanging around a lot, and we're like, what? Why is he here? <laughs> <laughs> no, like, because you know, when you're, you know, how different it is when you're at a race versus like on social media or just, you know, so when you're definitely in the paddock and you see Ferrucci getting in one of the cars, like the buyer shit, you're like, what is going on? Right. You're like, wait, did I, did that just happen? Is he, is he getting in Harvey's car? Is he having a seat fitting? What is going on? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's how that went down. Um, then, you know, obviously we had to wait for confirmation and then, you know, before you say anything. Right. But, um, yeah. You know, it's one of those times so, where it's like, you, you text like a few close friends and you're like, you can't post about it, but. <laughs> exactly. I saw Ferrucci <laughs> getting into Harvey's car. <laughs> yes. 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 Or you, or you do what a, a, a lot of the journalists do. You're like, you post a picture and you're like, you leave it up to every Yeah. Picture. Like just, I, I'm not saying anything. anything. The picture. So this is happening. <laughs> That's Just, it. Yep. <laughs> Come to your own conclusions. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Oh, so funny. Um, yeah, I, I could see. I mean, yeah, I could see if 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 Andretti has has fixed their issues, I can see them obviously being strong. And I and I'm always rooting for them because um, it is a street course. They always do well on the street course. Mm-hmm. Um. We need to see Rossi up there. We need to see Colton up there too. Uh, all this F1 talk about Colton, and I'm fine with it. But uh, I mean, uh, that's fine. But for now, we have Colton here. So. I, I, you know, I'm kind of the same way. I'm like, let's 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 not forget about the season that we're in right now. And yeah. and you know what? And if he goes to F1, like I wish him the best of luck. And yeah. I want him to come back to IndyCar because I just love the kid. Um, I do too. I mean, and amazing. yeah, and well, and what I think is really cool, and I can't remember exactly how it was worded, but somebody had um, it was in an interview with him about possibly going to F1. And for me, it's a pet peeve of mine when there's a driver in IndyCar that you know that they're like, well, my top goal is F1, because to me, I'm yeah. like, I love IndyCar, like it's my it's my passion, it's my heart, mm-hmm. and so I'm like. But we're not good enough for you. Um, and, you know, not that and because I don't think that we should really be comparing the two. We're 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 both open wheel series, but, you know, yes. very different. And yeah. yeah, I mean, as the drivers that have crossed over have learned, like there are similarities, but there's still a lot of differences. And mm-hmm. the way he said it, he was like, yeah, like this would be a great, you know, bucket list item for me, et cetera. You know, but he was like, but my home is IndyCar. It was like yeah. something along those lines. And I was like, thank you. Yeah. You know, it's like he didn't discount IndyCar by saying he wanted to go to F1. And right. Yeah. I'm well, like, that's, that's a, yeah. 
And I, I, I think that's important too. And, you know, um, and he he does, yeah. I, I would like to see him doing um, even better, you know. And I want to see him doing, you know. And I still think he's he's one of those amazing uh, drivers, but I still think he has some things to learn. He's had to he's had to make. A, but let me just tell you, I tend to favor drivers that are aggressive. I always do. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. I just because they're exciting to watch, and you never know what they're going to. I mean, in my book, you either go at 200% balls to the wall or you don't <laughs> like, right you know what I mean? either going all in or you're not but that doesn't necessarily win championships that's why people like that's why Pillow is winning because he's so consistent he's so calm mm-hmm. he's so cool he doesn't make those crazy uh errors that people like you know like Colton will make arenas um you know but at that at the same time um I think that yeah I think I want to see I definitely want to see Colton dominate more here um, yes. before before he goes over there. If he does, we, by the way, um, no one knows for sure. F1 is all over the place with if they're even going to allow the Andretti team in there, um, which I, I, I think is is. Is is BS. I mean, it's the Andretti yeah. name that should be allowed, and and it's the history. Um, you should they should have global Andretti there. However, it's not up to me. It's up to the FIA and you know Domenicali, and so they have you know said uh, they're not so sure yet. So that's you know. So there you go. So there's that. I gotta tell you, I could never do media in F1. I. <laughs> I don't have the patience for it. Um, there is, I mean, there's stuff in IndyCar that annoys me, obviously, you know, as I say, I mean, in my day job, I'm a nurse. And so I was, you know, I'm like, there's no perfect job. There's bullshit everywhere. Oh, like Everything has bullshit. There's bullshit in IndyCar that annoys me. But, you know, for the most part, I love IndyCar. Um, but I'm like, there is so much bullshit with F1. I'm like, I would lose my fucking mind if I had to do media shit with F1. It's it's tough. It's a different it's a different entirely different animal than than IndyCar for sure. Um, I uh, but at the same same time, it's also really awesome. I mean, I've had amazing opportunities. I I, I I'm sure. I, I I just talked to Toto Wolf after after the worst qualifying session of his Mercedes career. I got you know I I was able to talk to him in a in a presser in a virtual media session, and so I I did, and I talked to him about. Um, you know, in the past, he has said he loves competition. I'm like, well, how are you liking? Basically, you said that. Are you are you still liking the competition? <laughs> and, and he was so great. He answered it so great. And yeah, it is. Um, you definitely have to deal with a lot more in F1. And there is definitely it's not as um, I mean, it's just it's way more political. Everything, everything about this everything. Past political, everything was. But uh, I. It, I, I think one of the reasons why I I really, really love Roman so much was when I did ask him the question, which I got attacked on YouTube for, whatever. Um, <laughs> thank, thank you, trolls. Um, I asked him, I I asked him, what, what does he think the biggest misconception is of um, IndyCar? And he said that the drivers aren't top talent. He said that because he said, I am here with the best drivers. And I, and I, and that he's, Joseph was like right next to him. And I thought that was so cool that he said that. And it's true. There's this misconception that, um, that these, that IndyCar is not as good and that the drivers aren't as good. And, and I, I don't, I don't understand why, because, you know, you have drivers who 
raced in so many different series, have so many skills. So in a way, IndyCar is the best because you have drivers that 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 have all these skills versus it's, just F1 drivers, you know? Yeah, it's I mean, it's definitely the most versatile series. Absolutely. You know, we do street courses, we do permanent road courses, and we do ovals. And not right. just like one oval, we do multiple types of ovals. We've got a huge super speedway, we've got short tracks, and then, you know, we've got a smaller super speedway, and then we've got the in-between, too. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, and so I, yeah, it's like we have such versatility in our drivers that it's it's no surprise that, you know, when they have the opportunity to run an IMSA, that they do and that they do it well. Because Absolutely. they have had to develop all of these skills. Um, and yeah, that's a that's a great quote from from Iran. Um, and I've, yeah. I I heard him say something similar at another time last year as well. And, you know, it just warmed my heart. I'm like, thank you. Thank you for yeah. recognizing that. He's so happy. He's so happy to be here. And, you know, it's not a knock to F1. Um, to, to be no, fair. Not I at all. I compared to F1 as well because I love F1 so much. Um, the F1 drivers, I mean, the. How are you, how are they possibly going to do other races when you have 23 races on the track? You know, oh, they, there's they, no way. So and, and not only that, um, I, there are drivers, for instance, like Leclerc has said he would love to do Le Mans. You know, Lando, Lando has always said if he if he given the chance, he said, I would definitely want to do the 500 if, if it worked out. So I don't want to say like the interest is there from the F1 drivers. It's just they have they can't because <laughs> of their contracts and because there's no time like they're they're so, you know, I mean, it's oh, crazy. yeah, they're just I mean, yeah, yeah they're they're on hectic. track all the time yeah no and i didn't mean yeah. to imply you know that, no, like, no 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 i'm saying that for my sake because i know how twitter wor- works and i know right. <laughs> you can't say one listen <laughs> this is the f1 journalist coming in here trying to <laughs> just yeah you know it's very different when you talk about indycar and you gotta switch to do f1 because yeah you will get attacked for anything anything <laughs> so, that's true it's uh, terrible um oh, race fans are the best and the worst uh <laughs> Uh, totally totally <laughs> absolutely uh, but yeah no and I have no doubt I mean you know it was it was cool to see Alonzo come over and his first 500 you know have a have a competitive run um I absolutely you know and I love you know bringing more eyes to the sport and but yeah you know you're right F1 is is a very busy schedule for those guys uh it is. yeah it's very okay. busy. Uh-huh. It's yes. So I will tell you one thing real quick that was so fun about Roman after after talking to him about I because I interviewed him after quality at TMS and I said, well, you didn't want to do ovals. Now you're doing ovals now. Are you feeling comfortable? And he goes, absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Are you feeling any more comfortable? Absolutely not. That's what he said. And then then, I love him. And then he said, but, you know. And then he got serious and he said, but, you know, I'm doing um, I'm doing the ovals because it's part of the championship program and it's part of IndyCar. And he wants to embrace that. And I thought that was so great. And then I asked him, do you miss F1? He goes, absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) It's perfect. Perfect. That is perfect. Oh, my gosh. That's great. I love him. He. Yeah. He he is one of my favorite additions to our paddock. I just. Yeah. I can't get enough of Ramon. Yeah, uh, between him and Scott McLaughlin with the Bed Bath and Beyond, <laughs> I'm like, I just, I'm fast. I just so now whenever 
a new like international driver comes up, like, have you talked to Scott about Bed Bath and Beyond? That's why. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i know yeah. oh, i know one of these times um i just i i keep forgetting too but one of these times because you know how better bath and beyond sends out coupons all the time oh, yes. i'm like yes. one of these times i want to go to the track and like hand it to him but because i know at first <laughs> he's gonna think it's like something to sign like for an yeah. autograph and i'd be like oh no no no, this is a coupon for you for bed bath and beyond <laughs> you should <laughs> he was oh he was Oh my God! And please do it when I'm there. Please, <laughs> can we do this? <laughs> Let's try that in May. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I will be. I'm going to film that on my camera, <laughs> on my phone. Please. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I'll start collecting them. I'll I'll quit throwing them away, and uh, yeah, I'll just start. Maybe I'll have like a nice pack of coupons for him. So. <laughs> Give him a coupon book. Oh my God. Bed Bath and Beyond. Oh. Oh yeah, yeah. So. That is too funny. So yeah, so I guess um like I said, it's hard to tell. I we we already know Penske and Chip Canassi Racing are gonna be so strong. Um I'm really hoping Andretti has it together. I'm also hoping Aaron McLaren can figure theirs themselves out too, because um I feel like you really need to up that car for Pato. <laughs> yeah. Am I right? I mean uh, I mean, I can see, let's, let's, I want to be, I want to say one thing about Pato. I think he, if anything, uh, he had, he did the most with the, given his car, cause he didn't, he didn't always have the best car. Like, you know, Chip Ganassi Racing, you're going to have a good car. And uh, sure. this is no, and I'm not discrediting Pelo cause Pelo is such a phenomenal driver and he earned that championship. Um, but he also has. You know, Chip Ganassi Racing, they have these great cars. So, and not only um, great cars, you have a team of four cars, so you have yeah. twice as much data as Aero McLaren SP. Yeah. And teamwork and strategic teamwork always yeah. comes into play. So you have that. Um, absolutely. And you, you have Scott Dixon. What more do you need on your team? Right. Um, when you versus you have two young drivers, you know, Felix and Pato. So I really feel. I, I really hope Errol McLaren can can get it together because, you know, Pato definitely, I can see him getting very antsy, very, you know, um, definitely is interested in F1. He had the taste of F1. And then even though they switched out Colton, I didn't see that coming. Did you see that coming? Where I they did put not see that Colton coming. Colton as the test driver. Because literally I just wrote an article after they did an inter- after Zach Brown did an interview in St. Pete's and I wrote an article about the interview he did and he talked about Pato was it, Pato was it. And then Colton co- and all of a sudden Colton is the new test driver. And I was like, what just happened? Yeah. Yeah. No, I did not see that coming at all. I had the same. I was like, wait, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and I'm, I'm okay. I mean, I, 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 I Pato and Colton are both phenomenal, phenomenal drivers. Absolutely. I just thought that was so weird because Pato has his ties so deep with uh, Errol McLaren, you know? He does. Well, and I also felt like it was unfortunate for Pato because it's like the Mm -hmm. second time the rug has been ripped out from underneath him. Yeah, definitely. You know, because he had issues with his rookie year um, with Harding Racing. You know, he had a spot and then 
two and a half months before the season started, it was like, just kidding. You don't. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just kidding. Yeah. You don't have a ride. And, you know, so he drove for Carlin and, you know, it's like he had to figure out all of that, you know, and then he got on Aaron McLaren and, you know, has driven so well. And then to have this opportunity. So it kind of felt, I don't know, to me, I was like, of all people for that to happen to like Pato again. Like, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Because I know that it has, he has always been very excited about F1. Yeah, he always has. Um, there's there's no news. I mean, yeah, especially just, I mean, from the Red Bull Pro Junior program days and stuff like that. I mean, he just, yeah, he, and then the not being able to do anything with the license points is so dumb. And then. Oh, my gosh. That's beyond dumb. Yeah, it's so dumb. So we'll we'll see We'll see what happens, but I do feel like Aaron McLaren, I just, I, I think they need to, if they're going to hold on to Pato, because I, I just, Pato yeah. just seems like he, yeah. Well, and I feel like, you know, with his, with his scrappies, he had to be his, his rookie year, you know, mm-hmm. getting a, a new ride and, you know, sponsorship, maintaining sponsorship, maintaining these, you know, relationships and, you know, professional networking and all of these things that he's worked very hard at. Um, I don't think that it scares him to leave a team and be a free agent. So I yeah. think you're a hundred percent right. You know, it's not like he's going to stay with Aero McLaren just because he's worried he won't find another seat. He yeah. knows that he can figure something out. Yeah, he can. He can. So, yeah. So I think, yeah, I'd like to see, obviously, for obviously re- obvious reasons, I'd like to see Aaron McLaren get it together, too. Um, Just because it's, it's always more fun to see more than, you know, two teams dominating. So, Certainly. Well, know. and, well, I guess this won't be one of those years. I go, let... I was thinking last year was one of those years where we went the first six races and had six different teams, six different winners. And yeah. fortunately we, st- we did two Penske back to back. So it won't be like that this year, but I thought yep. that was really cool last season. You know, it was all the way until yep. the second race of Detroit that we had a, a duplicate team winner, not even just different drivers, different teams. Yeah. So yeah. it's possible. So it's definitely possible. Yeah. It is. So. Now, I think earlier, and I cut you off, we were going to talk about, you were going to ask about Dale Coyne racing. Oh, yeah. How are we feeling about about that? So, big, I like Malukas. Yeah, yeah. I do, too. And, um, yeah, I mean, you know, big step for Takuma. Yep. To go there. Uh, and, I mean... Yeah, I'm. I'm. I do. I'm wondering how that's how they're gonna do as well. I, I would like to. Uh, obviously, I want to see you know them doing well. Also, I just. Yeah, I'm wondering if. Because I don't. I don't feel like. I don't feel like Takuma is anywhere done yet. I just. No. I, uh, he has so much like oomph in him. I just. He's. He's got the energy of a toddler. It's unreal. (laughs) Like, maybe it's because he is so compact. I don't know. Um, (laughs) Yes, and he's so nice. Oh, my gosh. amazing. Um, I love talking. Every time I get a chance to talk with him, I I just, yeah, he's amazing. He is amazing. I, yeah, 
I, I absolutely love it. I met one of his uh, fans the year that the first time he won the 500 mm-hmm. and they were sitting in the stands near us. And it was um, and it was a Japanese American gentleman and he speaks Japanese and English. And so mm-hmm. he said he he gave me a great tip and he was like, if you ever get his autograph, ask him to sign it in Japanese. Oh. Uh, rather than in English and I was yeah. like oh my gosh but yeah he says he always goes through the line and that he starts speaking Japanese to Sato and that um you know he'll always kind of look up and then he recognizes him and then they have their own little conversation oh. I'm like that's so cool that you have this connection you know he was like yeah. I root for him you know his parents are from Japan and yeah. But, but yeah so so yeah tip to everybody have have Takuma sign in Japanese that's special that's really cool I like that that I mean and that's got to make Takuma happy too to be like oh you went in Japanese you know that's right yeah because yeah, it's like yeah like yeah. let's really honor who you are as a person absolutely absolutely so I mean I yeah so I think I mean I never rule him out so yeah although he can be a wild card because oh uh, yes understatement <laughs> yeah, I mean, he is also an aggressive driver. Um, yeah. And so it's like he could do extremely well or he could just cause a very expensive day for himself and a few other people. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. I, I agree with that. I completely agree with that. Yeah. You never know where it's going to go. You don't know where it's going to no, go. No, there's no predicting it because there's <laughs> races that I I would have been convinced that he would be the first out and then he wins. And then there's mm-hmm. races where I'm like, all right, he's going to do well here. And then he's in like a lap one, turn one incident. And I'm like, what the hell? This is you've been driving for how long? How did we not even get through one lap? I know. It's so crazy. Ay, ay, ay. OK. Uh, OK, so taking Chip Ganassi and... And uh, Penske out of there. Pick your pick your uh, other driver that that wild card. We'll, we'll call them wild cards. Okay, so I'm gonna say I think I'm gonna say Alio because I feel like he's oh, got okay. a ton of experience on this track and yeah. and I feel like he's probably pretty butthurt about last weekend. I mean, he was. Oh, it's true. Yeah, um, which my I, I love that anytime he's in an accident, he talks to himself. Like, yes, you want to know when he gets off the track. Yes, yes he talks to himself, which I'm like, I totally do the same thing when I am like frazzled, overwhelmed, mad, etc. Like, I'm like, I just have to get it out so I don't let it out on somebody else. And so it's like he, you know, he was, and I love that he uses hand gestures too as he's. I love his hand gestures. Love um. it. Um, and so I think that he's gonna come back. Uh, huh. with a vengeance at Long Beach. Okay. I don't think he's going to make stupid moves. I think he's too experienced for that. But mm-hmm. I think that he is going to come in and come in hard. Okay. I'm going to go, I'm going to go Pato because I feel like he wants some redemption. I agree. <laughs> yeah. I think he's going to be a, I a contender. Hope, I hope they can get their act together. So. I do too. Well, and but, especially just because they've got such great sponsors. I mean, Mission. Oh. The, they have everything, um, which is so weird too. Have you have you noticed that, I, like last year when McLaren was doing really well, um, Aero McLaren was doing really well too. And there's like this cross because you know obviously they are they're they share things in common because they are you know they have Zach Brown as the CEO and 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 I can't help but think 
gosh, McLaren is struggling so much in F1. And man, Aero McLaren SP is struggling so much in IndyCar. What is going on? What is going on? Yeah, it's like, did they did they clean house on engineers? Or, you know, it's like, what? Yeah. It is interesting. It does seem to go hand in hand. Something. But I'm going to go for Pato because I want to root because I'm hoping he can. I want to see him do really well. And I want to see Aaron McLaren do really well. I actually want to see, you know, Felix do really well, too. And Felix, you know, it's just so heartbreaking to, to go from from pole, pole position to womp womp. Yeah. <laughs> Engine problems, like yeah. So. I mean, pole position to a DNF, like yeah, oh. DNF. And so. yeah, well, and um, I know some of the the crew on the seven car, and so it's like I always want him to do well because I know, you know, I know a couple of the guys, and I'm like, yes, let's go. And so it's yeah. you know, it's like doubly heartbreaking when yeah. I, you know, when you see something like that for him, like no. I love the I love the Aaron McLaren team. I am actually good friends with uh, Pato's performance engineer Kate Gunluck. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, she's she's such a badass. You want to talk about badass women? Um, she's she's also she's also one of the main reasons why after after I got bullied hardcore on social media and wanted to quit, she uh, she was one of the few people who believed in me and helped. Help support. Talk about women empowering women. Help build me up, and I'll never forget that. Because if it weren't for her, I probably wouldn't be here. Like honestly, <laughs> I wanted to give up. I was just like, I'm done. Right. I'm done. You know, um, with all of that. So, yeah. So I definitely feel for them. And what obviously, you know, when you know the people behind uh, the car and the drivers, yeah. you obviously. And that's everybody too. We'll just be real. You know, I have. I'm good. Really good friends with. With with Pelos, you know, one of his mechanics. Too. I know. I'm like, I say that, and then it's like, it's not like I don't have friends on every team, so, right? Yeah, we always have, we have all of them. But yeah, it's just, yeah, it is what it is. There's something special there. So yeah. So hopefully, hopefully, I yeah. think, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I can support that. Hopefully. I love, I love Pato. He is, he's awesome. Anytime that I've interviewed him, I mean, he just, he's and great. He's great, and he's just got such a great personality, and I mean just such a great attitude, even if he's not having a, a good day, you know, like he'll be honest about, you know, if things aren't going well, but he still just is this upbeat personality that's almost infectious when you're around him. You know, it's hard to be around him and not smile. Yeah, definitely. He definitely has that effect. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, well, I mean, I don't know, hopefully this could be the changing point in the season when we see, uh, some of the other teams come in, you know? Yeah. Well, and especially because he did so well last season. I think that's also part of, right. you know, I really expected him to come in hot right off the bat because it Me was too. so Me close too. between him and Polo. And, and then these first two races, I'm like, okay, what, what is going on? What's going on? And that's what I mean by he, uh, really showed his skills last year because he didn't always have that best car. I mean, how many times mm-hmm. were he saying, you, he listened to his radio, I can't drive. I mean, he's constantly struggling with that car. Yeah, constantly, air. yeah. And, and talk about maximizing, you know, the performance. He he did that. He has maximized the most performance out of that car. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. Yeah, I'm like, I don't, I don't think that, yeah, there, I mean, maybe, Scott Dixon could have 
matched the maximization out of that car, you know, because it's Scott Dixon. But like, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely amazing season for him, considering, you know, smaller team, you know, not necessarily the, you know, the best of everything. I I 100 percent agree that, yeah, he truly showed last year the talent that he has and what a great great and versatile driver he is because yeah on the radio many times he's like i got understeer i've got oversteer i've got you know they're like how's it driving i think there was one race he said yeah. how's it driving and he was like not well <laughs> yeah he's, uh, he's just so honest i just i just i love that about him i just love right, like, i love how yeah just yeah, yeah. how's it driving and, you know it's almost like <laughs> be, like shit it's driving like shit you know yeah. <laughs> So true. So um, true. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah. Okay, well, so, so Pato for you, Alio for me. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. And that's just going outside of the, you know, I always yeah. try to do wild cards too, because I mean, it, they're not, Pinsky and, and Chip Ganassi, they're not slowing down. So I can't, I can't see them slowing down. No, not at all. But it's also, it's nice to have some, you know, some different blood in there, get some different faces in there. And you know, it's, mm-hmm. I love a good underdog story. Me too. Absolutely. Who doesn't? I mean, I I love that too. I think I always tend to root for the underdogs um, a little bit more just because, yeah, it's always, you know. It is. Well, and that. neither one of us, I say we talked about him, but I say Renas could also really come and yeah. have an outstanding show for this race as well. Oh, absolutely. Renas, yeah, don't ever, you know. Don't ever count him out. No, never. He has definitely has that talent right off the bat. And I mean, he's proven himself. Yeah, I think um, I think it will be up to strategy. Uh, I think they've kind of missed the mark a little some on strategy. So I think that's where they need to focus. A yeah. More. I mean, and, you know, so it's always a gamble, right? Like, what do you like? You have Pato who struggles with they have legit car issues then you have renus who has like legit strategy issues so it's like you know it's finding that and don't that get me started on, don't get me started on ross who has everything gosh oh my gosh yeah uh strategy and mechanical issues don't get me started uh, uh so yeah so anyway um yeah i think that's yeah i think that's that's good i think yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's hard. It's hard trying to find out that. And then you have people like Chip Ganassi and Pinsky who have everything golden. <laughs> exactly. Everything's perfect. Everything's perfect <laughs> all the time. I know sometimes when they have bad days, I'm like, I don't feel that bad for you. Uh, <laughs> you know, because I'm like, things go well all the time for you. It's like, yeah, I mean, yes. I, it's like, I'm sorry that you didn't have a great day, but I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. I understand. No, I know. I know. I totally. Um, yeah. I mean, I, not that I say, and, and I love both those teams, obviously. Well, of course. Yeah. No, of and course. Chip That's Ganassi like, is yeah. one of my favorite people to talk to in the paddock, by the way. Um, he is hilarious. That's great. Yeah. Asked I love him it. Time, uh, who he thought would play him in a movie. If there was a movie, if he was, oh. if there was a movie about him, who uh-huh. who did he think would play him? And his first answer was Bradley Cooper. <laughs> no way. got through it without before he started laughing at himself. And you know, oh. just, 
you know, I'm like bent over double. I'm like, okay. I'm like, yeah, no, I can see the resemblance. And then he goes, well, maybe Al Pacino. Al Pacino? Al Pacino. (laughs) (laughs) Which I just, I go, you know, Al Pacino could definitely, definitely portray the intensity that Chip has when he's during a race. Yeah, definitely. But but yeah, I'm like, I don't think you look anything like Al Pacino, but he definitely could portray that intensity that you have. (laughs) So funny. But yeah, Bradley Cooper. I'm like, get out of here. Get out of here with that. (laughs) But yeah, no, they, yeah. All right. Well, I think I've taken up a lot of your time. Um, I could talk all day about. IndyCar about whatever I could do it all day. So. Same, right? We should. I say we probably should have set a time limit. Both of us extroverts, we could just go on and on until yeah. Long Beach, really. Um. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so funny. Uh, well, um, let's see. Any other thoughts or questions you want to bring up before we say goodbye? No, I think we covered. I think we covered everything. We're just, you know, we're gonna. Head in, head into the third race strong of the season. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, I just, um, by the way, I didn't say Andretti because I've noticed, I, I tried, I'm very superstitious and I, I, I am like one of those people where like, I won't say, it, I won't say it, but now I'm talking, so now I jinxed him, but like, I try to like, <laughs> I try to like not throw attention and just play it cool with teams. It's it's because I've noticed if I talk too much about them, they do bad. So, you know, I, uh, yeah, I've got a couple of drivers that I really like and it seems like every time I pick them, they do poorly. And so, exactly. yeah. And <laughs> one driver's PR person that I said, you know, I, I made a joke. I said, I feel like every time I pick this person, they, they don't do well. And they literally go, then stop picking them. I'm like, I I don't think that I really have an effect, but you know, there is that little bit of superstition that, yeah, I get it. I get that. So, so we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we're pleasantly surprised, right? Yeah. I would love to see that. I would like to be pleasantly surprised at Long Beach. I would. I would would love to see it. What would it be? A third win for Rossi? Because he's won there twice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. I'd like to see, I'd like to see, um, yeah. Yep. We won't talk too much about it. No. I don't want to jinx anything, but. Nope. But it could be, having a pleasant surprise could, I think, because I fear, uh, I fear the boredom of having, like, Pinsky, Pinsky, Pinsky. (laughs) Yeah. Although, you know, I don't think that'll last. I think no, it never does. In IndyCar, it never does. It but. never does. And that's one of the things never. I love about it is that even our dominating teams, you know, they don't dominate every single race every single week. It just doesn't happen. There's just too many variables and factors and things mm-hmm. that are out of your control. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. excellent. All right. Well, um, yeah. for everybody listening, again, this is Mandy Curry. Um, you can find her on motorlat.com and then also she's on Twitter. 
um, Mandy with a Y, CTV, and on Instagram, Mandy Curry. Mandy mm-hmm. has a Y, Curry has an I. Yes. Oh, I like the way you did that. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm going to steal that. I'm going to steal that. You can have it. You can have it. Perfect. Consider it yours. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Mandy, thank you so much. This has been great. Thanks for joining us. Mm-hmm. Um, or I guess joining me. Sorry, I'm so used to it being me and Molly. I keep saying we and us. Um <laughs> But no, yeah, and uh, and everybody listening, thanks so much, and have a great week. I will. You too. Thank you. Thank you.